Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sport Tay. I'm your host Taylor and today we're discussing how lots of people in the sporting world face obstacles in their sporting career and we're looking at how people deal with them to reach success. We've got a very special guest who has a wonderful story to share, number 26 from the Western Bulldogs, Bill Gowers. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for having me. No, we're really lucky to have you on the show. You're currently in Byron, so we really appreciate you taking the time out on your holiday to speak with us. No, my pleasure. You've been playing some incredible football for the Western Bulldogs since you were drafted by them in 2017. However, it's not always been easy for you. You were originally drafted by Carlton Football Club in 2015, straight out of school. Can you talk us through that period of your life? Yeah, so I got originally drafted as a rookie-listed player, Carlton. And, yeah, as I suppose most people would gather, I was there at a, a bit of a difficult time. Mick Malthouse was moved on as coach, so we had three coaches in the space of two years. I was fresh out of school. I was 18. Uh, I had a shoulder reconstruction. There was a little bit going on, so I wasn't really playing my best football. And, yeah, I don't blame the club at all, but I got delisted at the end of 2016. And, yeah, as I said, I don't blame the club because at that time, at that point in time, I probably wasn't playing good enough football to be on an AFL list. So I just spoke to people pretty close to me in terms of my family and my manager and came to a decision that I wanted to play AFL or be back on the AFL list sooner rather than later. So I thought that playing VFL would be my best opportunity. I went and played for Footscray in the VFL, which is actually the Western Bulldogs affiliate VFL side. And then, yeah, played a year there. I worked in real estate for full time, which gave me a lot of more understanding. Not that I took the AFL system or the lifestyle for granted, but I think it gave me more perspective just to, yeah, not, not put all my eggs in one basket in terms of footy and and have other things on the side to keep sort of your mind off the, off the footy stuff if it's if you're injured or you're not playing as well. So that year was really helping me in my development. And then, yeah, since then, I got re-rookied by the Dogs. So I had one year out of the system. And then, yeah, this is now my second year on the AFL list at the Western Bulldogs. In the year you were drafted for the Bulldogs, you played round one at the Old Zavarians Football Club. In that moment, did you ever think that in six months' time your name would be being read out on draft night? Uh, no, to answer shortly. No, I d- definitely didn't. I was sort of, to be honest, at that time I was a bit over footy and just wanted to just have a bit of fun with my mates. So but down played old Zaz and we had a really good win. Yeah, I remember it vividly. And, yeah, it was sort of, even after that game, I remember thinking to myself, shit, I could probably just play here all year, have fun with my mates. <laughs> go out after games and, you know, just have a bit more fun and chill. So I'm pretty glad that I didn't do that in the end. But, yeah, it definitely crossed my mind to quit VFL altogether and quit sort of trying to play AFL again just to have fun and enjoy it again. But thankfully I found that enjoyment playing VFL in the following weeks. Was VFL the main reason why you wanted to play back in the AFL league? I wanted to play VFL because I thought that you w- I wouldn't be able to get drafted from the um, VAFA, so from the old Zavs. Yeah, I just thought the VFL was, would be the best opportunity to get looked at and get redrafted. Not many people get a chance of playing professional football, let alone two. What was your mindset throughout the whole journey and how did it change? I think that's something that I'm very 
thankful for Carlton. I learnt a hell of a lot at Carlton. I was, yeah, as I said, I was only 18 and 19 years of age, so the coaching and the, and the players there were really helpful and, and really good for my development. So I learnt um, different strategies in terms of keeping a positive mindset or a growth mindset and um, being able to stay focused and or have a, um, have a more defined focus coming into games, just thinking about the outcome. So pinpointing a focus and that sort of made it easier for me to base my game around. Yeah, to answer the question, my mindset, I think, well, I'd, I'd like to say it was positive all the time, which is probably false because at times it was frustrating and it was, I was injured and, you know, different things were happening. But yeah, all in all, I think I kept a positive mindset. <laughs> So your father had a great football career where he won a premiership for Hawthorne in 1991. Did you ever feel any pressure to play football and perform at AFL level based on the Gower's name? No, I didn't. My grandpa played as well as my dad and it was always sort of any sort of pressure I felt was when I was at school really and people would talk about it or it was sort of just external noise and yeah I don't know you just hear things every so often but no I never ever felt pressure from dad or mum or my siblings or cousins or anyone in my family or anyone close to me yeah I've got an awesome family who's so supportive and like all they ever want is for me to do what I want which is um, play footy so no I never ever ever once felt pressured or or forced to play footy or try to play footy. So I was really lucky. So what were you feeling when you found out you were drafted by the Western Bulldogs? Were you and your family surprised? I had a reasonable idea that they were... I knew that they were definitely interested. I just hadn't been told whether they were picking me up or not. So I actually went into training in the VFL on the Monday. It was the first night of VFL training. So it would have been my second year in the VFL for Footscray. And I went down there and I just had ankle and hip surgery. So I was going to do some rehab, like weights and um, conditioning stuff. But the draft was on. So a few of the Western Bulldogs coaches were like, oh, come in and watch the draft with us in, in our office if you want. And little did I know, they actually all knew that I was getting drafted, but I didn't. So it was a bit of a weird feeling, but it was... It was pretty amazing that in the room, it was, yeah, everyone sort of went crazy and, yeah. Wow, cool. really that's cool. so special. What was the transition like from the VFL to the AFL team? It was quite a seamless sort of transition onto the AFL list just because I knew most of the AFL players and had played with a fair few of them prior. Who do you look up to and who is the biggest influence at the Western Bulldogs? Uh, we've got a lot of really great leaders of the club. The likes of Marcus Bontempelli, um, Josh Dunkley. He's, he's a young guy. He's actually younger than me, but I look up to him. Easton Wood. We've got yeah, we've got a heap of, of guys who um, are super professional and, and inspire just not only out on the field, but um, in everyday life and just doing good things in the community. Someone like Dale Morris I look up to tremendously. Like he's 30. I'm going to stuff this up here. I would say he's 37 maybe, or 36. He's just done two ACLs in the last two years, but he's looking to make a return in the next few weeks. And yeah, he's someone who inspires me, which for sure. So what's your favourite part about playing for the Western Bulldogs? Sounds a bit corny, but just pretty much playing the game. That's the fun bit for me. I've always enjoyed the the sort of grind and the, the training, and I enjoy pushing myself to limits and stuff, but I think the actual game where if you win, just that pure elation after a game and seeing the fans in the rooms and your family in the rooms, yeah, there's not much, not much that can beat it. What is the difference between Carlton and the Bulldogs? 
Well, they're both football sides, so they're, they're both pretty similar. But, no, nah, look, it's just both clubs are at different stages in their development, I think. Uh, the Bulldogs came up with premiership in 20, 2016, and um, obviously still got a few of those players around today, but with also a lot of younger kids, whereas Carlton is, yeah, so, so young. Um, and they've gone to the draft every year. Obviously, they've lost their coach um, now, so they'll be um, looking to make amends, but... Yeah, I think it's just sort of two two clubs at different stages in their in their infancy. As a player, you mentioned how Carlton just lost their coach. If yep. you were in that team, what would you be feeling? Oh yeah, I think it's I don't know. It's sort of hard to say, but yeah, I suppose we. I was at the club when we lost Nick Oldhouse. It was a very sort of hollow and weird feeling because yeah, some blokes are closer with the coach than others, and for me personally, at that time, I had a good relationship with Mick. I, I wasn't playing, so. Um, it was a bit weird, but yeah, I don't know. For, for the Carlton boys, I think all you can do really is just keep your head down and bum up and work hard and try and win some games. But um, I know that they're obviously feeling a bit shattered at the moment. It's pretty hard. You spend so much time with the people at the footy club, even if you're not getting a game or something. It's, it's still, yeah, it impacts the whole club. You've had an incredible story and it's been amazing. So you played for Carlton, then you actually went into the workforce and then played for your old school and then back to VFL and now back to playing amazing footy at the Western Bulldogs. What's your advice to all the other players out there who faced obstacles in their sporting career? Uh, yeah, I think to me it was just mainly finding that enjoyment factor back into the game. I think I sort of lost it towards, towards the end of my time at Carlton and, and it impacts the way you play. And Yeah, I think it's just about getting back to what makes you tick almost and what you like about certain things. So... Uh, for me, footy was about fun with my mates every, when I was young, playing at school and, and at local level. So I just had to try and get that feeling and that fun sort of nature towards my football back. Do you feel like a lot of people put pressure on themselves? Yeah, definitely. I think I did. I think I sort of a bit worried about what everyone was thinking rather than what I was actually doing. Um, worried about how people were perceiving how I was going rather than how I was actually going. So... Yeah, just try, as much as possible, disregard what people say and just do do you. As, it sounds corny again, but yeah. The more you can do the things that make you a better player or a better person or um, better at whatever you're trying to be good at, that's what's going to help. Thank you so much for telling us your story and shedding light into how you were feeling and how you turned it upside down and then now you're playing some incredible footy at the Western Bulldogs. We really appreciate you shedding light into it. Enough of the serious stuff. I reckon it's time for a little bit of fun. So a few weeks ago, we launched a segment called Locker Room Secrets. So we'd love to find out a little bit about the Western Bulldog players. Are you keen to play this? Yeah, let's go. All right, so first one is... I really hope I don't get you into trouble here, but... No, that's right. Who has the hottest misses? I should say me, shouldn't I? Uh, I, I joke, um, well, it's not really a joke. Uh, I think Fletcher Roberts does. Um, yeah, Fletcher Roberts is Mrs. Jacqueline. She's quite gorgeous. Quite a few of the boys have gorgeous girlfriends or wives, but yeah, I'd say Fletcher Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Very diplomatic answer there. I love yeah. that. So, who looks at themselves in the mirror the most? Oh, Bailey Smith by Country Mile. <laughs> Do you yeah. always like catch him out, or is it pretty obvious? Oh, yeah. 
yeah, no, it's pretty obvious. But also, like, just simple things like taking his top off after games and getting photos with fans and stuff with his top off, just tensing. Just, uh, just very obvious things. But, you know, he's young. He'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> Who takes the most selfies on the team? Uh, I'd say Bailey Smith. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or, yeah, Bailey Smith. <laughs> Who is the best wingman? Best wingman. Cal Porter's a pretty good wingman. He's a young, young fella, up and coming, playing in the VFL at the moment. But yeah, he's a pretty good wingman. Alan Chair. Who scrubs up the best? Sure, I'd say Pat Lipinski. Uh, he's pretty sexy. We all say he's the hottest, hottest player in the comp. Yeah, he's pretty good looking. Look him up, number 27. Number 27? We'll I'll definitely be looking him up. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll get first access. You get, you get easy access with him yeah, over there. Yeah, sure do. Who sucks up to the coach the most? This could be a bit, a bit of a red hot topic, but who yeah, is right. who's yeah. the coach's boy? Oh, the coach's pet is probably. I don't think Bonte, Marcus Bonte, I don't think he sucks up to the coach. I think the coach sucks up to him. <laughs> uh, but maybe Mitch Wallace. Mitch one Wallace? Of, one of two. Yeah, one of those two. If you were going to a rave or music festival, who would you take? <laughs> Well, um, in terms of, what do you mean? As in, oh, one of the boys? Yeah, one of the oh, boys. <laughs> take a few of them. There's two good boys in there. Uh, probably, maybe Libba. Yeah. He'd, he'd like a bit of music, I reckon. Nah, yeah, I'd probably take Lib with me. He's a bit of fun. Who is late? Who's the one? Who's late? Yep, who's always late? Uh, Will Hayes is late every day. Every day? <laughs> nah, pretty much. Surely he wouldn't be in the good books for the coach. Nah, nah not really. <laughs> <laughs> and last one, who is at the gym the most? At the gym the most? You can't miss uh, leg day there, Billy. <laughs> nah, definitely not. Uh, I reckon Toby McLean, can't really see it, but he he's in there a fair bit. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't really pay off for him, unfortunately. Good bad for him. Dale Morris has got big muscles. He does? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, um, Bill, for coming on the show Pleasure. today, speaking about your special story and really giving us an insight on what you went through to reach and get back at AFL level. And thank you so much for giving us a little bit of an insight to the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> my, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sport A today. We'll be back next week.